Her Podcast, a broadcast of the Arizona Chapter of Women in Insurance and Financial Services, the only financial services organization with programming for women by women. Welcome back to the Counting on Her Podcast. I am your host today, Kelly. Today, I am so excited to speak with the lovely Ramona. She has a lot of experience in the financial services space, from veteran to mortgages to having her own practice as a financial advisor. She's also part of the Financial Planning Association for three years now and is the communications team lead there. Her resume is very, very, very impressive, but it does not stop there. Ramona, you recently got offered two new roles. Tell our listeners what those positions are and what led you to those roles. Thank you. I'm really excited about these roles. You know, I was an independent advisor and that just kind of didn't work out the way that I hoped it would. And I was putting feelers out there in the community of what the next step was going to be. And being part of the FPA, the Financial Planning Association of Phoenix, I know a ton of contacts there. And it It was actually at a networking event where I met a professor at Grand Canyon University who talked about her teaching there. She's also a CFP practitioner, and she shared that they're always looking for new professors and just talked about a little bit about the credentials necessary, which I met that. And so I recently taught financial literacy and was really wanting to continue teaching. So I applied to be an adjunct professor at Grand Canyon University and I got accepted and I'll be starting teaching the fall personal finance in person. Oh, wow. Congratulations. That's really, really exciting. You know, it really is. I didn't think I'd be back in the classroom after my master's degree, but it's nice to be on the other end. (laughs) Not having to take tests or anything. Right, right. No homework assignments, but we'll see how that goes. But I'm super excited about that. And then also through the FPA in this new transition, I found out about a regional relationship manager role, which would be helping coaching financial advisors across greater Phoenix. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And then you said that's with Priority Financial Group. Priority Financial Group. Awesome. So you're working with, I think when we talked last, you were working with advisors, especially in credit unions. Is that right? Yeah. So they have a relationship with credit unions all over Phoenix, and I'll be helping create processes from turning a lead into a client and really focusing on the financial planning components versus product placement, which I think is the future of financial planning is really understanding clients' holistic picture instead of, you know, let me do something with this money. So yeah. Congratulations. And you said one word that was a term key here, networking, you know, networking, it seems like helped you land those roles. You know, can you explain the thoughtful process you took? Yeah, I would accredit definitely these two roles being due to my networking community. But I've noticed myself personally, so many opportunities have opened up because of the relationships that I've made. But these two roles, I would not have heard about or felt comfortable posting about them. Like the professor role, I thought you'd have to have a PhD. I thought, you know, you have to have so many hours of teaching. And 
there's actually a lot of criteria that you don't have to meet depending on what degree of education you have. So I wouldn't have known that if I didn't talk to a colleague at a networking event at the FPA. Also with this new role as a regional relationship manager, it was someone within the FPA that told me this company was hiring for this unique role. You know, it's like finding a needle in a haystack. Sure, yeah. So, you know, many people told me, talk to so-and-so. Well, okay, I finally talked to him. (laughs) He made the introduction with the CEO, which I think gave me an even better chance because he was vouching for me. But then the fact that I heard about the role, you know, again, it would not have happened if it wouldn't have been for these relationships that I've built through simple, just coffee, networking events. Mm -hmm. you know, getting Mm -hmm. to know other folks in the industry, introducing myself, just saying, hey, I'm Ramona, you know, tell me about yourself and what are you working on? And, you know, I'd love to hear about your journey. And that's really it. It's just, you know, introducing yourself. I didn't realize the power behind that. Now, in hindsight, I see it's invaluable to build that network, that your network is your net worth. That's really, really great, especially because the biggest challenge for anyone is just showing up and having that confidence and just going up to someone and ask, you know, what they do and eventually turn that into a relationship. And now a word from our sponsor. The Counting on Her podcast is brought to you by the Arizona Leadership Foundation. The Arizona Leadership Foundation proudly provides scholarship assistance to private schools and disabled and displaced schools throughout Arizona with no preference to religious or political affiliation. We believe parents should have a choice when it comes to the education of their children. To learn more, please visit ArizonaLeader.org. We talked about last week as well, you know, being intentional. I'd love for you to chat with me about and tell our listeners about the migration from having that private practice into these new roles and how you got there. Thank you. That's a really great point, actually. And I could have, you know, taken any job. And, you know, there's a lot of organizations. If you have licenses, it's not going to be that difficult. But it was really important to me that I found an organization where the culture aligned with my values. And also there were some things that were non-negotiable for me. Teaching was going to be non-negotiable. Me being part of the FPA as a communication lead and spending some time there, that was going to be non-negotiable because I'm thinking big picture of the things that are important and financial literacy and diversifying these roles, this industry to help more women and people of color get into these roles is very important to me. And And so I didn't jump at the first opportunity that made me an offer. I really wanted to ask questions and understand, you know, what does the role entail and have these straightforward conversations of, I'm going to be teaching in the fall. How do you feel about that? Is that something we can work through? Obviously, it's going to be my first job is going to come first, but this is important as well. And it was, you know, being intentional and thoughtful and not just 
jumping. And that's really scary because when you're in that financial scarcity, it's like, I just need any job. Well, okay, maybe any job for a year or six months down the road, you might not be happy with. And you might be, oh man, why did I do this? So I'd rather take a few months to really think about it and ask all the questions and take time to picture, okay, what do I want the next five years to look like? Because I'm going to set some roots down for a while and stay here and build with this organization. So I wasn't looking for something that was going to be just a paycheck. It was really more than that. And that's the time that I took to think about it. Yeah. I think that's really, really smart because I know a lot of people who just take the next job because they need a paycheck and then they just bounce around and they don't take the time to learn about themselves, learn about what they love, what they want to do and how they can make an impact on the world. So I think that's really, really great and inspiring. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. So being intentional, being thoughtful, and also networking, huge. And it seems like you've been very, very successful in that space. Do you have any takeaways or advice that you can share with someone that is new to networking? Yeah, you know, don't overthink it. Just show up. That's the hardest part is show up. If you know somebody there, great, even better because they can make an introduction. But the truth is nobody knows how unique you are and nobody is going to be able to replace you. You have your own unique qualities and just know that every opinion is valued. And if you just show up and put yourself in that environment, you'll start to meet folks that you can see you have similar values and goals. And it doesn't have to be super professional. It can be just, hey, tell me about your journey in this industry. So if you show up, I think that that's the biggest step is getting yourself there. I think that's the biggest challenge, right? That we all have to face no matter if it's networking or anything though. Thank you. So I want to circle back on what you said earlier about you said teaching. You don't think you could get into a role like that because you don't have a PhD. Most women like myself, you know, deal with imposter syndrome. For those who don't know what imposter syndrome is, it's doubting your abilities, feeling like a fraud, feeling it difficult to accept accomplishments, which I definitely do that to myself sometimes, which is horrible. You know, Ramona, did you ever feel this and how did you overcome it? Oh, goodness, all the time. You know, just thinking about when I got into this industry, I didn't think I could pass a Series 7 or any license exam. And so here I am. I've continued to face different versions of imposter syndrome in my entire career. And I think that that's always going to show up in some way. But we have to fact check ourselves. I think we naturally get nervous and think we're not qualified, especially as a woman, especially as a person of color or someone from a different ethnicity, um, like I am, I'm Romanian. And so that came up for me a lot because the women took a very traditional role in my culture. So now we're talking about this industry, which is predominantly male and white. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I've encountered that a lot, but I just fact check myself when I have these doubts, I think of, okay, well, what have I done to get here? Okay. I've done this. I've gotten this master's. I've gotten these licenses. Okay. Okay. All right. What else? Well, I've been a top performer on my team. Okay. What else, Ramona? Well, managing, taking care of a house with the, you know, being a single parent, what else? Okay. So then I start doing that and then I kind of chuckle and I'm having this conversation with myself internally, you know, or you can write it down, journal, whatever works for you. But I have to do this often because comparison is just so prevalent out there and we compare, Mm -hmm. but we don't know what anybody else's journey is. So I think imposter syndrome is never really 
really going to go away because if you have a mentality of growth and learning, you're always going to be going to another level where you're going to be comparing yourselves with folks at that level, right? So now you've accomplished this. Now I'm going to be an adjunct professor. Now I'm going to be like, well, I've never been a professor before. And this professor has been there for 10 years and I'm going to have imposter syndrome there, but I'm still an adjunct professor and I'm still here. And so that's what I'm saying. I don't (laughs) think it's going to ever escape us. I think it's just about noticing it when it comes up and then having to fact check ourselves Mm -hmm. and continue to reinforce that, yes, we deserve to be here and we've done everything to be here. We're always going to be, I guess, less experienced or less qualified than somebody else. But that doesn't mean we're not qualified in this role that we're in. Right. And so I think that's important to also understand. Yeah. I think that's really smart, especially fact checking, you know, how I overcome it. It's hyping myself up like you're great. You're awesome. You can do it. And it's really, really smart to kind of just list every real accomplishments that you've done, whether it's in your professional life and your personal life. So absolutely, that's really, really great. Yeah. But we still need to hype ourselves up. So we need to hype ourselves up to get to to the fact checking part of like, girl, you got this. You've been, okay, why do you got this? Okay. Start telling me, Ramona. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I do have this degree. Okay. All right. What else, girl? (laughs) Hyping ourselves up, but also like doing that part, I think is important. And it's kind of silly. You think about it. My therapist told me about this because it's been something I've experienced for a long time that I felt like, okay, I started off just as a bank teller. And now, you know, I'm going to be an adjunct professor, certified financial planner. So this imposter syndrome, like I said, it never really kind of goes away because if we stayed in the same role as a bank teller that I was 15 years ago, that'd be a different story. But I think it's just, you know, if you have that growth mindset, and I think in these type of organizations and communities, we're always looking to improve. And I think that's a great thing. But just don't ever think it's like fully going to go away. There's going to be times where we feel really great and really confident, but there's going to be some moments where we're questioning, ooh, and that's where we really need to hone in and address that. Hey, hold on a second, girl. Let's just remember who you are. Remember that amazing work ethic that you have, the wonderful desire to grow and you continue to succeed over and over despite everything else that has come up. And so I think that's important. No, that's great. So yeah, one, fact check yourself. Two, hype yourself up still. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, Ramona, last question I have for you is where can people find you? Yeah, I think the best place would be LinkedIn. Ramona Mayer, my name's a little different. It's M-A-I-O-R. You can find me on LinkedIn. Feel free to send me a message and introduce yourself. Always looking to meet folks. Again, your network is your net worth. Love it. So branch out and don't be shy. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ramona. I feel like we can talk forever. So we can grab a drink (laughs) at the bar. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you so much. And thank you to our listeners. Thank you. The Counting on Her podcast is a service of WIFS Phoenix, attracting, developing, and advancing women in the financial services industry. For more information, please visit us at wifsphx.com. Thank you for listening.